pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey all, I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG, where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. I'm pretty sure a dragon's meant to appear now. Yeah, dragon. <laughs> uh, well, you're not entirely wrong. Um, you were currently on round, what was that? Three, you're about two rounds away from reinforcements arriving. So. Oh, cute. But it's okay, because you're going to pursue this uh, snake lady now. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I was going to blast you from a distance. Mm. Mm. So, when are we in there? That was, Ayla was the one, she killed the giant. Mm-hmm. So it would be, the giant's go next, he's dead. So Lucius would actually be the next one to go. I just did a thingy, didn't I? No, no, did a whole other round. Yeah, I think so, because I think like most of everything was dead. Yeah. Nova protects herself, the, the, el- yeah. the ice melted, we went to Ayla who killed the giant. Yeah, and so yeah, it's Lucius. Ship. And you can see that she is just at the very lip of the, the tunnel. You can't really see deep down into it, but you can just see like her head. She does have some cover um, as she's fleeing. I will move to 5, 10, 15, mm-hmm. and then cast Lightning Lure. Okay. Try and bring her out. Oh, nice. Strength saving mm-hmm. through. Oui, oui, bonjour. Oui, oui, bonjour. <laughs> she does have advantage for magic resistance. That is a 19. Yeah, that will that So will you kind feed. of try and catch her. She, you catch her on the bow and she just kind of throws the lightning lure to the ground and it kind of breaks the spell um, as she begins slithering away. She kind of hisses back at you. You can see now that you're a bit closer looking into the pit. The pit goes down about sort of 5, 10 feet and then forms into quite a large tunnel of like perfectly shaped stone. Like like perfectly circular Weird. stone, like a tube of stone. Very. Um, I might use the rest of my movement to get up in a grill. Okay. Clamber over. Okay. Into uh, the pit. Okay. So you slide down. You kind of pull oh, yourself she's over. In the pit. Yeah, she's like I down. I could in see the pit. her head. Right. Yeah, yeah. She's tall. She's massive. She's like a large creature. So she was kind of like sliding her way down, and you just saw her head kind of as she's sliding. Can I just be on the lip then. Yeah, sure, still sure. within like. Opportunity range. You have to get next to her. You have to slide down. If you want to be within opportunity attack range, you've got to get down in the pit. I'm not gonna I'm gonna wreck on that. <laughs> okay. You trying to try and punch her in the head? <laughs> Hell no. Sentry. Uh, I wanna cast moonbeam on her. No. 
Oh my okay. god. So you just yeah. reach up no and you're like, <laughs> Yeah. Okay, remind so con- me, do I make a save now? Okay, yeah, con 13 right. save. Con 13, she does still have her magic resistance. But that, that's a natural 20. Uh, 21. Oh. But she takes she half, half damage. damage. She does take half damage. Well, but so, uh, someone in Reddit had a seven question. If a rose that's has half the way, no yeah. moon, yeah. how does moonbeam work? Uh, I will tell you how it works. In theory, we should rename the spell to Starbeam uh, because a lot of any kind of like moon powers or moon deities, the oceans and stuff, it comes from the cradle and the stars because mm. um, it's Siaska's power effectively. So you, a cradle beam doesn't sound as yeah. as cool. No. Uh, so it's more of a starlight. So any kind of thing which is like the moon or light is normally starlight. Cool. It's symbolized by. Question two. Also, because it's from Sentry, technically it's not anything to do with the moon. It's just like yeah. her it's own really energy that she's summoning. Yeah. yeah. Question two though, if the cradle was to fall, could people still cast Starbeam if the power's from the cradle? Mm. Depends. Carry on. What if the cradle falls, like does it fall because it's been destroyed or is it because mm. Siaska's come back or like what? Yeah, but Siaska would be there. If the cradle wasn't there, then Siaska, star mother, yeah. star, power of stars anyway. Star, like, star, stars. Star, star, stars. Cradle's not fallen. Quill. Uh, can I cast on myself Expeditious Retreat? Yes, bonus action. Yep, and then I want to dash Ooh! all up for this. <laughs> so this little speedy <laughs> Sonic boy with his little spinny legs. Ooh, gotta go fast! <laughs> and then I'm gonna try a lightning lure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Natural 20, 21. Yeah, technically. Damn it. So she's getting surrounded and she's like being thrown around by these lightning lures. This beam of light is, is completely eclipsing her. Um, on her turn, she will finish the rest of her movement, get into the stone tunnels, and disappear from sight as she's like, Damn it. Goodbye. Goodbye. I was gonna create a bonfire. Oh Oh, uh, it is Nova's turn, so I do you want to do anything? If I can't just go- see her, then... Nope, you're just going to let her go? Yeah. In that case, I think that's the point where she's probably going to escape. Yeah. Unless you want to go down into the hole after her. Not right now, no. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. I'm not that bloodthirsty. Or am I? Apparently you are today. My next question to you as a group is, uh, you can see that the, the citizens of Vivek City are clearly shaken. Um, there is still the sounds of fighting going elsewhere on in the city. Are there people around that I can cast Spare the Dying on? Yes, yes. Let's see how many you can save. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna just make one death saving because these are non-named NPCs. I'm gonna make one death saving throw for them. If they succeed, then you get to them before they die. Uh, so we've got one, two, three that were down. All right, first one, second one. Okay, third one. So, you rush, the first dragonborn, uh, is a dwarf was the first one who was thrown to the ground by the giant, this dwarf up here. Um, you rush over to them, it's, it's too late. They, they passed, uh, they were crushed when they fell, uh, probably broke their neck or their back um, and, and died. You rush next over to a tiefling woman that was killed as the giant emerged, uh, kind of crushed her legs. Um, you manage to spare the dying on her. You actually manage to reach her in time. There is a faint pulse. You weave the magic of, of Tiangong over her and stabilize her breathing um, and keep her alive. She's unconscious. She'll probably take her a long time for her leg to heal, um, but she's alive. Finally, rushing back to the rest of the group, um, or maybe you did this one first, sadly too late, bled out from multiple stab wounds from the cultists, um, unable to save them. But you did save one. 
And I guess like all One the others three, escaped back. as well. Yeah, the others all basically, you can see them kind of peering out from buildings. A lot of them have armed themselves, but you can tell they, they were literally doing it as like, in case they kill all these other people and come after us, we're going to just try and do what we can. Yeah. Um, they're trained in arms and armor, but they are not military. Or if they were, they are no longer military. Um, and there is a distinction that they were not able to fight. How does the rest of the city, I guess, sound? Because I guess we can't see... Well, that's my next question, is do you guys want to take a moment to kind of hold yourselves up and catch your, re- like, catch your breath and rest? Or are you just like, we need to go and help out the rest of the city? What, what is everyone's immediate reaction? Like, you can still hear there is the sound of battle. Okay. Um, there are no immediate signs of reinforcements available to you immediately. What, what do people do? What, what's, like, the group's reaction to this situation? Um, probably frazzled and spent. Mm. I'm just taking my moment to uh, fall to a knee and... Uh... I smashed into a giant. I saw that. I, yeah, I have. A slight miscalculation. I was aiming for the, the thing, the cultist. It worked, <laughs> I think. I mean, it, it definitely did something. My head hurts. Th- this is going on all over the Everything place. hurts. A lot. Mm. I think that the rage wears out, and yeah, like, Ayla, you are not in a good way. She probably just... Sentry is also falls down to her knees and is just, like, on the ground at this point. Okay. Mine just go black, and I fall down. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. son of a... Uh, I'm going to run over and healing her. Okay. Give her some healing. What's the healing do, Rihanna? Nothing! It was a joke! <laughs> Say what? <laughs> My thing from Mark was, you are fine, but tease them. So... Wow! <laughs> so, as Cool runs over to heal you, you just, ha ha ha, joke! And you, yeah. just, you literally are just I like, I got it. you. I was, I was spending a level two spell slot to heal you. Mark it off. So she still needs healing, though. Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing, Quill. That's not Sentry. That's completely out of character for Sentry. Uh. Sentry, is this your attempt at humor? Have you been reading a manual about humor? Uh, I, I thought we could have a laugh. We need a laugh, right? That was that was sad. We're we in need the happy middle time. of the city's under attack, Sentry. And yeah. this has happened to you before. We I thought it was get great. That was a good one. To safety now. We're taking. We're we're finding humor in a bad situation. I like it. Let's yeah. find it inside somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah oh, where yeah. do you want to go? There's a few buildings around. I think most of the people ran into that building over there. Mm-hmm. We might Seems to be some sort of there. restaurant or cafe. Could be a target-rich environment for people. We could save them, though, or help. Uh, reassure at the very least. Or we could draw attention to the place. I look very reassuring at the moment. Yes, we'll do. let's do go into the building. another healer? People. We could ask for another healer. Yeah, I, I don't have much magic left. Are you having this conversation as you guys make your way over to this little cafe restaurant that you can see? You can see yeah. people like peering out the windows with crossbows yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, also, I healed you for 11. Oh, thank you. you. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, te- I didn't need it though. Te- this is how she gets you to heal. Just pretend to die. Pretend to die. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just pretend to fall over next time. Can I have a quick <laughs> rifle through like one of the cultists? <laughs> So everybody Dogs. else starts making their way over, and Nova like limps over to a cultist body and is like, loot time. No, I am looking for Zarkira <laughs> emblems. Loot, 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 loot. <laughs> Looty loot. Now what you don't know is that off camera, Mark had a big old rant a couple of weeks ago about how we never loot anyone, and he leaves <laughs> all this amazing that. stuff, no. but we never pick it up. I, and he I got real pissy about it. No. But 
Kim actually learned not nothing. That's nothing. Not Even if I was there for that conversation, I don't think that's true. There's no <laughs> way you don't I, loot. You loot all the time. <laughs> I believe. I believe what I was ranting about was not using things that you loot, like scrolls and potions and stuff like that. I don't know how many scrolls um, and potions. Or thongs. Or thongs. Or force oh. claws that we can. Do you want to take the thongs? <laughs> Three tiny thongs. Well, right. We well, when you, then when you look for the bodies, um, they are, they are, they are. You can see that they've dressed in a way where, yeah, there's not really any armor. They've, no they've um, left open their like wounds. There's ritual scarring that covers them. It looks like they routinely carved like ritual symbols into their skin and then let them heal over. Um, not quite sure, but all of the cultists carry these very unique shaped knives these kind of they're slashing knives they're like curved and rather than being a stabbing knife they're designed to cut mm. um more like a sacrificial bloodletting knife oh, cute. And they carry two of them oh. um <coughs> they don't have any armor uh but i think that they would have some jewels on them i think that they would have jewelry of some value uh let's roll some dice uh okay why am i doing this so I think across the three of them, um, there you find like earrings and necklaces, which are beautiful. They're pristine, beautiful pieces of art, probably stolen or maybe they always had them, but they are little golden cuffs set with tiny rubies, um, delicate silver rings, necklaces. There's probably about 37 golds worth of jewelry amongst them. Do you know what, Mark? I'm not going to take it. Okay. But I am going to note down all the ritual marks mm -hmm. of Zarkira and yep. what. Yes, and that is the ritual scarring that they've done to themselves. There are elements here that you recognize from some of the Zarkira emblems and things you've seen before. There is images of snakes. There is images of knives. There is images of um, a woman with like what, like hair kind of spilling out wildly around her, all scarred into the skin. Oh, dear. Um if you, are you just searching the cultists? Yeah, I just, I mean, in, like joking aside, in that noble way, she just wants to learn more and mm -hmm. like, you know, mm -hmm. put into her notebook what a Zarkira cultist looks like and Absolutely. what kind of activities they get up to. No problem, though. Mostly cutting, mostly stabbing, probably some dying. A lot of scarification. Yes, and even noting like, I mean, you weren't really here, but um, you weren't really here for the fight, so you don't really know how they fought, yeah. but yeah, there's, there, there is. I can show you. <laughs> See all these tiny little cuts? <laughs> Nova will literally get out a tiny little ruler and start measuring them. She's too tired to stop her, so mm -hmm. she's going to let it happen. Just sits there. So I'm guessing at the moment you're still kind of just gathered all outside and stuff like that. Uh, outside, inside. I'm like, is everybody inside okay? Hello? Oh, so you go up to the, the building? Yes. Well, I think we were yeah. all sort of... Okay, so you're making your way over there. Because Nova and Ayla are now currently by all the bodies. Um, so the rest of you make your way over to the, the little restaurant and you see a couple of people kind of peering out, um, uh, at least two Dragonborn, and the two Dragonborn have basically taken position of guard. One has got a crossbow on the windowsill, the other one appears to have some sort of like, probably it looks like a piece of uh, furniture that they've broken into like a makeshift club, and they're ready by the door if anything came through. The Dragonborn looks at you, kind of peers out, uh, is that all of them dead? Did you finish them all off? In this area, yes. All right. All right, uh, get 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 uh, your people inside until until the rest of the army arrives and, and finishes everything else is off. Is that protocol? Is that the procedure? Yes, yes, absolutely. Get inside quick. Like is you've it... already done enough fighting those outside. Are you sure inside is safe if they can just come up through the floor? 
when you say that, there is, you see the, the humanoids behind them and there is probably a tiefling, a couple of dwarves, a human. They are all like, wait, he's right. They just came out of the ground. And they, they start looking around. They're like, we, should, we shouldn't be in here. Uh, and the dragonborn are like, it's better to be in here. If they, if they attack us from outside, at least we have cover in here. If they come up from the ground, we can leave. Um, and the dragonborn are trying to keep order, but the people are freaking out now. Oopsie. You, <laughs> you freaked them out. Okay. Let's go inside. That's the best we yeah. can do, right? Yeah. I'm going to walk over the room. Go okay. inside. So, okay. Yeah, I'm trying. Nova finishes making her notes and makes her way. Yeah, you guys you guys head inside. Um, you can see that they've flipped over some tables to use as cover. Um, they've gathered what supplies they can, but they were literally just hiding, it seems. And now that you've removed the immediate threat, uh, they are no longer in that position. The, the non-Dragonborn look very nervous and kind of like shuffle around looking at the floor, glancing constantly like, oh, is that moving? And then, and then they're like, no. Standing on a table. Um, the dragonborn pulled up. It's like tremors. <laughs> yeah. there, there is an element of tremors yeah. for sure. When you enter uh, one of the dragonborn, um, he's younger, um, a silver dragonborn. The other dragonborn is an older woman, probably brass or copper coloured. Um, and as you enter, the young man kind of snaps a salute. Um, uh, and it's just like, I don't know who you are, travellers, but thank you. I don't think, I think they would have killed all of us in the, in the market if you hadn't come along. You're welcome, buddy. You should probably lie down. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and he kind of snaps his fingers, these clawed hands. He's like, you, bring over, like, find whatever blankets or chairs you can. Give these people somewhere to rest. Um, and two of the dwarves are like, look around, almost like a, an indignant, you, you can't tell us what to yeah. do. <laughs> uh, and then the dragonborn is just like, now! And the dwarfs like, and they kind of shuffle off and they begin pulling out like a sofa and whatever kind of furniture this cafe had. Um, that they can bring over to kind of help um, you guys recover with. Uh, the human woman begins bringing over like bottles of like glass decanters of water, um, little bits of like fruit and things like that. Not really sure what else to do. Very kind, thank you. Much appreciated. Well, it's the least we can do. We should we should wait here. The the military should finish uh, their own battles soon enough. Um, once the dragons can can deal with this, I'm sure it'll be over quickly. But uh, if anything, it looked like. From what I could, I look. I took a look out the window. The the ship itself was under the heaviest assault. There were multiples of that giant creature, the giant. We've heard stories about them, but that's the first time I've ever seen one this close to the city. It was it was in the city. Scary. Yeah. They can just emerge in the city immediately. They've never done this before. They've never done anything like this before. We didn't even know they could do this. Mm. We've they've been hitting caravans out on the outskirts. They've been in the ravines. We've never even seen them on this number, this scale before. Sounds like those attacks were just distractions while they could coordinate this. Clearly, they're not the only ones working here. They were under control of the weird snake, snake woman. Yes. The Naga, I think they're called. We've heard reports from the soldiers about them. They fight them sometimes out in the, out in the ravines, in the wastes. Is that in increasing number? Recently? I didn't, I'm not the one to ask, friend. In the last month or so? I, I'm not the one to ask. I gave up the military life a while ago. Uh, I'm just a trader now, but um, if you know anyone in the military, I'm sure they'd, they'd have more information. The Draconis Militarum, they, once you're no longer in the service, you don't seem to, you don't get a lot of information about military matters. Well, I'm sure once we've taken a rest, we'll uh, make our way 
to someone that knows. Um, I... Uh, he just, he's like, uh, are you sure it's out, safe outside for now? In this area, at least. No. Well, maybe this area, but I saw... Well, before um, you go, let me, let me get you something to pay you, repay you. Oh, when I was on, coming on the way over here, I, I could see there were attacks on other parts of the city as well. So I, I don't know how, how others have fared. Yeah, well, uh, the military will take care of it. If they, if they weren't so short number, they if they had more numbers. If we didn't send our legions out to the other kingdoms, this wouldn't have been an issue. But should we try and get the people that ran off in different directions at least to come back here? There were people who ran into different buildings all across this place. I think that there's safety in numbers at least. If more of those creatures, or at least the cultists, come by, we can deal with them. Yeah, they, they, they're angry people. Yes, very much so. Mm. Did we leave Don't that poor tiefling woman outside? Um, <laughs> I imagine we could... You can have her with you, yeah, yeah. sure. Or like, the one you no, fed the dog. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> he spared here, the dog. Here you go, you, just, your leg's broken, but um, yeah. bye. You're not dead, <laughs> bye. Yeah. Yeah. Just gotta go ruffle through this cultist's underwear. <laughs> I don't think any of us are really in a position to face anything else right now, are we? I got a couple more swings of the hammer left in me. I'm good. Let's, let's just... I can barely walk. I'm like yes. clutching one of my side. Oh yeah, like, you're really bad, aren't you? Yeah. You need to short rest. My face yeah. is on a right angle. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Jesus. There's no point putting ourselves in harm's way if we're not going to be effective. No. no. So maybe we rest. You can take a short rest here if you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for Nova. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you can spend hit dice on a short rest. Yeah. yeah. Can you can, you can heal. And you've still got cantrips. Um, yeah, so you guys can spend, um, take a short rest, um, spend hit dice. Remember, if you roll hit dice, add your con mod for each each hit dice you roll. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, whilst you take your rest, the, the Dragonborn man, uh, who introduces himself um, as uh, Zargaz. It's <laughs> a dragonborn name. Zargon. Zargan. 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 <laughs> uh, Zargan. He's a merchant trader. Um, he comes back uh, and he has a long discussion. He kind of helps gather all the other people from nearby, the people that you saved. Um, the Tiefling woman is eventually sort of like nursed back to consciousness. And he pops out uh, and kind of sneaks out onto the road over to a large merchant shop. Um, and you can kind of see that there is a, a large kind of stylized Z with like uh, merchant scales kind of built into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of sneaks his way back with a kind of bundle, a kind of cloth bundle. Uh, and he, he kind of waits, once you've all rested, he's like, uh, I don't have... This, this, I would like to give this to you as thanks for, for what you did. Um, and he kind of places this small bundle in front of you. There's also the others wanted to contribute as well. They're not as rich as I, but they've, they've put a little collection together just to... Without you, we would have perished. So this is the least we can offer. Um, there's a small bag of coins, and then you can see kind of a slender, long shape uh, beneath the bundle. Um, and he opens it up, and there is a slender golden wand. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. 
This is uh, awfully generous. We merely reacted to being attacked, is what we do. Your friend there tried to rescue as many as they could. I, this one, well, you saved me. Um. No worries. It was fun, really. Like to take out a bit of anger on really horrible, horrible people sometimes. I smashed my face into a giant. That was so good. I think if 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 the if this is happening across the cities, money like this would best be used in the in, in repairing it. The Draconis Militarum will have that covered, but they won't reward you for what you've done. Um, they'll expect it, and I don't believe that. I believe that you are not you are not Dragonborn. You should not. They will treat you as you as if you are, but you are not. You had no reason to help us. You you could have run. You could have fled. You could have only looked after yourselves, but you didn't. And to me, that is something that should be rewarded. Trust me. This uh, I create. I I make enchanted wares. This is. It is not a. It is not a powerful thing. It is what, a small thing. What does it do? Uh, it is, is is a wand of magical missiles. Oh. Uh, it, it can conjure uh, magical missiles. It has a limited number of uh, charges per day. Um, it, please, it is the least I can offer. And the, the money is a small amount. Um, it doesn't look like there's more than like 50 gold. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> this will certainly help. Much do not worry, do not worry about the city. The Draconis Militarum has the treasury. That's why we send our legions out. They make money for us to, for these sorts of things. It is a well-managed city, if nothing else. There will be a budget for any sort of uh, disasters like this. Uh, of course, any, anything more you can do for the city would be appreciated. No. Thank you, travelers. What, what were, who are you? What are you, why are you here? I mean, we were actually grounded by the Minotaurum. We flew over their airspace. Um, Many of my traders suffer the same problem. It, it takes weeks to sort out the paperwork, paperwork usually. I'm hoping that you are not going to be here uh, that long. Uh, well, it might take longer than weeks now. Depends on the situation of our airship. Yeah. Uh, yes, I, heard, I hope it wasn't damaged in these attacks. Who wants the wand? Um, Who does want the wand? Uh, so only a magic Look connection. at his little face. Look at his face. Uh, I thought you said you didn't want any rewards, Quill, but just the warm feeling of having helped the city. Yeah. Also, <laughs> physical goods. <laughs> Mark, um, down in your inventory, please. It's a wand of magic missiles. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> More DPS for the bard. <laughs> <laughs> not a bard anymore. Yeah, you're not. You're Actually, right. it'd be freshly made, so it'd have all seven charges. More DPS oh. for the cleric. Yeah. Um, it's actually a very good item for Quill to have. Yeah. Do they shoot out little feathers? Um, this would be designed by the maker, um, so you don't know what it looks like until you use it. Scales. Dragons. Tiny <laughs> dragons. There'll cool. be little dragon heads, probably. Oh. Yeah. Oh, like, that's cool. Like nice. roaring dragon heads. That's very that's cool. cool. That is very cool, actually. Yeah. So it's but it's not feathers. And you don't like it. Uh, I actually, he's, no, he's reading it. He's like, oh. It's a cool one. It's a cool one. Yeah, yeah. Seven charges, boo. Yeah. Yeah, you need to keep track of those. Uh, it does it in D&D &D Beyond. In D&D &D 
beyond. I know, yours. but I mean more like daily oh, yeah. recharging. Yeah, we need to be done. That's cool. Um, cool. So what's the plan? Um, so are we staying here? Uh, You've taken a short rest. I guess in that time. I'm good. In that time, yeah. after an hour, you no longer hear the sound, sounds of fighting and you see a quite a large draconic shadow Ooh. fly over the street. Like Ooh. it kind of fills the air and you look up Ooh. and you see the silver, you see a silver dragon. Um, she is bedecked in barding um, that you can see like draconic armor that's been built specifically for a draconic form. Ooh. And hanging off of her, there are six like ropes with plate mail wearing dragonborn, all with these strange golden crystal rifles like holding mm. onto it, That's like cool. scanning the streets. Um, when they see the carnage, the dragon begins hovering in place and in this kind of deep guttural draconic language, I think, do you speak draconic? Yeah. So anyone who speaks draconic, it's like, uh, she basically is like, reconnaissance team, move down, secure the site, find out what happened here. Um, and the ropes just begin lowering. So cool! <laughs> They're literally like Dragonborn Spec Ops. They <laughs> land on the ground and they begin covering each oh, other. You can awesome. see they've got um, long swords at their side, smaller combat knives on the other. They all have backpacks with like, looks like climbing gear and things like oh that. Um, and they begin just checking down all the alleyways. They move over to the bodies. They like kick them over, check the tunnels, begin making their way down. And then they signal up to the dragon like this and the dragon continues flying on as they begin scrolling around. Awesome. A heli-dragon, <laughs> a dragon-copter. A drag-copter. It's an assault, assault dragon-copter. Please, copter. Ah! More, more names, more <laughs> names for it. <laughs> That's me. Um, so is, is, can, is there still like sounds of battle and things like that, right? Yeah. No, not anymore in the city. Um, and you see, you see one of these uh, dragonborn in the plate mail and the rifle is checking buildings, and it begins. And as he sees you, he kind of, or like the people in the building, he's like, "It's all right, it's all right, it's over." Have they We've repelled all, the attackers? They've all cleared out then. Ah, and he kind of looks over to you. Uh, you don't recognize this this particular dragonborn. He doesn't seem to recognize you. Like, we've managed to either most of them <coughs> now either fled the city or they've Jeez. been dealt with. <coughs> Uh, Traveller, you're, you're, you're safe now in the city. Um, do you know what happened here? Who I, dealt with these? I smashed my face into the giant. It was uh, giant. It was, it was a lot of things. I think my nose is a bit flatter, actually. Just a little bit. You, you, you all dealt with these these attackers yourselves? Yes. And yeah, the, they came yep. from the ground. The other citizens were like, yes, they did. They saved us. They saved us. Uh, and he's like, oh. He kind of looks around. He's like, well done. We've... Uh, very well done. Um, Captain, Captain Arkan. No, not Arkan. Not Arkan! No, 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 no. I'm trying to think of Dragonborn names and it just came in my fucking brain, alright? What about Arkan? Dragon- <laughs> uh, Argos. No! No! Does he have a little book of dreams? No. Uh, Dakar. Dakar. Yeah, Dakar. Dakar. Uh, Get to Dakar. <laughs> I'm Sergeant Dakar. <laughs> Sergeant Dakar, it's your service. Uh, well done. Where's Colonel Dakopter? <laughs> I am bad at coming up with names. I accept it. I'm not very good at coming up with names on the fly. Just run with me, all right? All right. Sergeant oh, Dakar. <laughs> 
I just was like trying to think of like consonants and vowels that I was like, what's a like what kind of guttural kind of like ah uh, uh, argos argos uh, like saw an argos bag. Every time we go to argos now, argos argos. I who does shop there anymore? Like, well, my first thought was it was just literally Dragon Ball name Arcan. Nope, can't use that one. Yeah, argos. It's not sponsored. It would have gone like argos or something. I guess. Yeah, like I don't know. Like, well, I've written it down. It's Dakar now. Yeah, Dakar. Sergeant Dakar. Um, yeah, he just comes, he, he congratulates you on the fight, he asks you what happens uh, to detail, you know, how many of them there were. Uh, did, he, he, uh, did any of them escape or did you, did you destroy all of them? One went down the hole over there and I point pit. out. Okay, he kind of like signals his, his men and uh, men and women. Fell into the pit. He points to that pit and you see them basically begin to form up and they begin making their way down into the pit itself. Um, well, good luck to them. Yeah. We won't be following the whole pit. We want to see how far it goes. These, the tunnels that they made uh, crisscross across the city. It's a maze down there. Are the holes that they first emerged from, these smooth ones, different mm-hmm. from the one the stone giant popped out of? Same. They look made so the same. So they utilize the tunnels. You, already there. Well, this is the thing. These, these are not natural tunnels. Mm-hmm. Um, being, a, being a person who knows magic for Lucius, I'm not going to make you roll, those tunnels were created by magic. The stone around it is, is, looks like the earth itself. Like, it's not necessarily stone tunnels, but sometimes it almost looks like compacted like dirt, like it's been shaped. Like somebody has magically shaped the earth to create these tunnels. My question is how quickly do they do it? Is that yeah. stone giant just doing it on the fly? That is, I think, if you wanted to know that, that may be an arcana check. Um, um, can I do a nature check any? to see how old they are? Sure, yeah, absolutely you could do. Yeah, nature checks are great. great could I check? Natural um, 20. On the arcana check? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've got and a 15 on the nature check. 15. So, I am a tube. So, Sentry, uh, these are pretty new. These okay. tunnels aren't, like, ancient. And again, yeah, they're not... They're tunnels, but they've been shaped perfectly and like compacted dirt, compacted stone, compacted earth, rather than like, you know, pure bedrock kind of stone. Lucius, um, you know, with a natural 20, again, probably stories that that Nanny probably used to tell you, but also mixed in with a bit of um, just maybe reading or things that you've heard. there are magical creatures and beings in a row. It's not necessarily just creatures, but beings that do have innate magical abilities that they can use to shape the environment. And you, you've heard of giants. Giants are... There's a bit of controversy on where they come from. Um, some of the giants... We know that giants fought in the war with Siaska. They fought with Starbane. But they also fought against him. Um, it seems that the giants just split into these different groups. Some of them fought for Siaska, some of them fought against Siaska. The stone giants were, by legend, passively neutral. They dug themselves beneath the earth and said that they would wait for the dream to be over. And they just let time, they, they didn't take part. Um, fire giants and frost giants fought Four callous, as well as hill giants, gluttonous, big, gross creatures. Um, the cloud giants and the storm giants joined Siaska, and they fought for Erois. Um, but they're but they're very rare. 
They're very rare. Um, they're not really heard of much. Uh, they're supposed to be creations by the gods. Um, the, the different giants were made by the gods when they were trying to experiment with creating life. Um, and they made them more like themselves. They made them these huge, you know, gigantic, titanous beings that embodied the elements around them. Um, and then they perfected the art of creating life and created the, the lesser races, um, the smaller races. Um, I yeah, snapped out of it's, that. It's a lot of... <laughs> this is all just like stuff rattling around in your head. Tunnels. Like, <laughs> different legends and stories. Well, it's also seeing the stone giant and then beginning Reminds to me, think yeah. like, yeah, you're like, oh, actually, yeah, I remember. And like, you know things that like frost giants were said to be able to sculpt snow and ice and, and things like that. Fire giants can manipulate flames and fire. Um, storm giants can do the same with the, the storms in the air. Cloud giants live you know, up in the skies. They were the original inhabitants of the clouds. Um, cool. It seems like with these stone giants under the Naga, I don't know what it is. Possession? Control. Control. They're creating these at speed. Yes. And it's stealth. We had no idea that they were capable of such things before. We've seen, we've seen stone giants are able to, they're very strong. Uh, they can hide well in the earth. Me and my squadron have dealt with them a few times out in the ravines, but we didn't know that they were capable of this. This is, this is new. The perfect weapon to infiltrate a city. Yes, worried me so. We'll need to find out their home base and wipe them out. It's the only way to protect the city. We just came from the main uh, draconic ship. The Vivex? Yes. Why were you aboard the Vivex? Uh, we were taken there uh, on a special mission. He looks at you very curious. We have a thing, do we not? No? What thing? What was his name? A writ? A uh, passage? We weren't actually given anything physical. Amadrasos. We uh, have a sign. Custodian Amadrasos took us there. Yeah. Custodian Amadrasos? kind of looks at you for a moment and he kind of stops, steps back. And you can see he's wearing like an earring, which is very similar to your messenger rings. And he kind of holds the earring for a second. Custodian Amadrasos, is he dealing with a number of foreigners? <coughs> Non-Dragonborn. They've been given passage? All right, thank you, Central. Like, all right, yes, I've had that confirmed, your guests of Amadrasos. Uh, I, given the situation, I'm happy to escort you back to the Vivex, uh, where you'll be safer. Uh, well, it's more a case of debriefing and making sure they're okay. Yeah. Oh, they're fine. Custodian Amadrasos, they're fine. And he just kind of looks at you like, are you crazy? They're <laughs> dragons. Of course they're fine. <laughs> uh, should we... Good old dragonborn cockiness again. Yeah. yeah. Do, do we want to check on the storm chaser? And... Yeah, can we yeah. check on that first? Okay. It's a good idea. Could we bring these people with us? If, it, if they're safe from the Vivex, would it make sense? He looks over, he's like, I'm afraid not, sir. They're not military personnel or they're not under specific protections. Is there anywhere that they can go just now? Yes, uh, I recommend we're trying to get all of the citizens to head to their nearest uh, guard post and barracks where we do have more secure facilities. I recommend he kind of speaks past you to the others. You know, you know the drill, you should head there. And they're like... And, and you can see that the uh, Zargan kind of looks and he's like... We didn't really have much time before now, Sergeant, but thank you. Yes, we will head there now. Um, and you can see that the Sergeant is a bit sort of like, mm, he's being cocky, like, mm. but he's also like, he, you can you can tell that he's holding himself from kind of like probably kind of saying, Oi, 
stop it like because he's yeah. with you yeah. like he's kind of like oh, don't you take that cheek with me <laughs> like because um, it is a very you know disciplined society and yeah well a bit of military is not acceptable hierarchy so. yes um, well, we're heading in this direction towards our airship so we can escort any we I he's like you know, these people can make their way to the guard post sir that's fine they know where to go I'd rather have me and a couple of my men take you to where you're supposed to be. If you're if you're guests of Amadrasos, it's my duty to make sure you get there all right. Surely you should protect those that can't defend themselves rather than us. I'm following my orders, sir. All right, fine. To the airship, I guess. Uh, I think like anyone with a passive insight of like probably fifteen or higher, <clears throat> that I'm following orders was said so easily that he didn't even really listen to what Lucius said. It was yeah. just I'm like... Following I'm following orders. Yeah, yeah. just like... Damn. just yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> If he was given the order to kill you, you don't think this guy would probably doubt that. He would just be like, yep, okay. Yeah. Well, what did they do? Well, I actually, I don't care. Stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Um, yeah. And, and if, you, if you wait and go with them, yeah, he will have a couple of his um, elites join him who come up from the pit. Um, they kind of speak in Draconic. Nova, you understand it. They basically say... The pit, yeah, the tunnels continue like all the rest. They go deep down and, and seem to go beyond the city. We're not going to pursue them down there. Um, and you hear the sounds of crews being ordered. You can see that there are a number of laborers who are bringing in shovels, pickaxes, boards of like wooden boards and, and, and metal like uh, pittens. And they are beginning to cover up the, hull, the tunnels and the holes and fill them in with dirt and soil. Um, and then also like fix boards over them. You've seen that these—that's not going to stop. Yeah. These two. <laughs> but yeah. it's a, a thing to do when it needs to be done. Health yep. and safety hazard. <laughs> Nothing else is definitely that. Um, and yeah, the, these elites will escort you back to the storm chaser. On the uh, journey back, how is the rest of the city looking? It, it's not like on fire or anything like that. No. Like this was not like a siege. This was a surprise guerrilla attack where they popped up. You do get, you see blood spatters every now and then. You see that there is definitely been some wounded, some injured, um, probably some dead. Um, but for the most part, it looks like the attack was focused on the Vivex. And you can now see as you walk past its giant golden crystalline form, you can see that there are Dragonborn mounted on these ballista, but without the crossbow arms. They're just these long cannons, um, and they are just mounted on them like moving them around, scanning the horizon. Uh, You can see that there are dragons, younger, smaller looking dragons, but they're flying around overhead. Um, There are charred corpses of giants and nagas everywhere. They just look like they've been incinerated by flame. Um, And yeah, and you begin making your way back. I think I'm just going to summon Echo and like just hold him. Yeah. (laughs) And he just kind of floats in the air. Just hold him close, tightly. As you're making your way back, you near the entrance to the kind of airship field, which is just outside the city. Um, It's not like a tower or anything like that. It's basically like a big open field where there are these kind of um, big wooden siege towers like stairs that let you dock and like get up to your ship. Doesn't seem to be that much damage. Um, You can see that there was some fighting here, but it wasn't as heavy as the Vivex. Um, It's actually more what you notice is as you begin making your way up, you see another group of people moving their way towards the airship field. And it is your crew. 
Uh, you see the Beast Walkers, you see Lancian, uh, Lookout, um, Penny, all of the crew basically are all led by Raya. Uh, some of them are bandaged, some of them have got like cuts and scrapes. One of them's kind of uh, looks like they're carrying one of the Beast Walkers unconscious. Um, alive but knocked out. Um, you can see Araya has definitely got quite a few cuts and scrapes where she's been fighting. Pretty much all of them look like they've been in a fight um, as they begin making their way. And as they see you, they kind of call out, Captain, Captain, like, and like, they're kind of like calling out um, and they begin making their way over to you uh, as well. Is everybody okay? Is everyone accounted for? Araya like kind of nods. Uh, she's like, yes, Captain. Luckily we were all staying together um, when this attack came. Uh, we saw that there were giants and some snake-like women, but they were they did not seem to trouble the little inn where we were staying. But these crazed women with knives uh, came in. Um, but we all banded together and we fought them off, along with a few of the dragonborn in the city. Uh, but now we think it's safer for us to stay on the ship. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, it seems like their main priority was the Vivex, the central yes, ship. Yes, seemed to be the case. So stay um, way away from that. We will. Kamar is like, uh, Captain Lucius... Uh, Tell me that we're going to be getting out of here soon. I don't want to be around if more of those things come by. I think we're all making that a priority. All right, yeah. excellent. Yeah. They said maybe a couple of days, but it, it depends. If they we... might speed up since we helped out. Yeah. I mean, do you have to wait for these dragons? Can we? It looks like they're pretty busy with cleanup. We could probably get the ship out of here if we wanted to. If they just mounted an attack like this to reinforce and do it again, I don't want to assume, but... It could be. They're, it could be okay for now. The dragons right. are airborne. Yeah, it's a good point. Dragons can fly. All right, they fine. might be suspecting us quite a bit. We just arrived, giant attack, and now we're leaving while yeah. the dragons are on flight. Probably not the best idea. We've been wrongly right. suspect, suspected before. All yes, right. looking at the the wider picture, diplomacy is quite important right now. All right, sure, okay, Quill. Mm-hmm. You notice there is one beast walker mm. who is looking at Lucius really weirdly. And I'm uh, obviously not trying not to look at her. <laughs> there is a female beast walker. Uh, you've seen her around before. You think her name's Faith. Um, and she's, you know, dressed, she dresses a bit differently to the, some of the others. Like, she actually wears, like, more nice clothes. The, the, the rest of the beast walkers kind of wear, like, ragged leather vests and, like, big loose pants. But she kind of dresses a bit nicer. Um, and she's, like, <coughs> awkwardly, like, looking at Lucius, like, trying to catch his attention. And he's just looking away all the time. <laughs> so if that's everything, then uh, I can... Uh, Kamara, Kamara, like, looks. He's like, well, it's not everything, but it's the only urgent thing. When you've got a minute, I think you and I should have a talk about some crew morale issues. And she looks at you specifically. Right, absolutely, yes. Just, just you and I, Captain. Get the details straight. I'm, I'm morale, you... can I help at all? I'm morale officer. Oh, that's, uh, that's very kind of you, said, you know, I, it, it needs to be me and the Captain, okay. I think. Sentry uh, is morale. Uh, you know, I did put her in that position for a reason. Do you really want me to have you a know conversation what? with Sentry, Captain? Let's just make sure this is something of Sentry's worth. Well, it sounds yes. very important. I hope you get it settled. We will. We will. Uh, you'll be she's, the first She's joking know. and everything today. She's in a really good place. It might be good for morale. Happy Ooh. times. And like Howard's like, oh, that's right. Yeah. I tell you what, wish we'd had you around when we were fighting off those people. I did get a big pan and I clocked one around the head, I did. Oh, well, I wish we had you around, Howard. That oh, I like... don't know about that. I don't think oh, my no, pan's I think much so. use. Oh, I think you're pretty good with a pan, Howard. 
That's true. I did. Uh, I used to fight in the old local oh, pan there we fighting go. ring. Pan fighting ring. Oh my yeah. god! Only allowed cooking utensils. Oh, I wow. could probably See. do some damage with that. Yeah. 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 That you, te- you, you teach us this, Howard. This sounds like a. Oh very no! I was skill. terrible. Oh, got no? knocked out in twenty seconds. I did. <laughs> old oh. big big Tim. Got, got a big barrel, just knocked me over the head with it. Oh, how is that today? a cooking utensil? I said the same thing. Yeah. He said, well, you put cooking things in a barrel, therefore it's a cooking utensil. Uh, yeah, that's true. I heard fighting on the ship the other day. Was that the pan fighting? Were you doing some pan fighting? No, it wasn't me. I've been, I've been sticking to the other thing that we talked about, yes. Mr. Quill. Yes, My of course, yes. My hobby. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Can I roll in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, who are you rolling insight I'll on roll at this insight. point? Howard. Ten. Howard. Ten. That's nah. weird. No, but... uh, no. I'm, I'm oblivious. It's just, obviously, yeah, he's talking about his hobby. Like, yeah. Maybe he's got like a weird hobby, like he collects stamps or something, that's why he's talking to Quill. Nova would be all about that. Well, maybe Nova's just like, oh, quite never. I think maybe then it's just like, I'm interested. I what can, what I is can, Howard's yeah. hobby? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, it's, yes, it's definitely safer for you to be on the airship. If anything comes up from the ground, go up. I'd rather have the ballistas and things like that. Yes. Well, you, Araya's like, well, going up will be a problem. Why? And she points to the big clamps that are still attached to the, the ship. Yeah, I guess. But I think that we'd at least be in a more defensible position, i.e. not on the ground. Well, hopefully this entire affair won't delay our leaving longer than this. I hope so. Quickie, is it worth one of us giving up our messenger ring to give to Orion? So that we have constant communication with our airship and its crew. I could give I up mine. I can give up mine. I've got message. I'm not giving up I'm mine. Sending. I still want to be able to tell you to fuck off from a long way away. Give it to Quill <laughs> to give away. I, I, I will give mine away. Okay. So you, you give Araya the messenger ring? Yeah. Okay. She'll I'm, need to attune to it. But... I've got sending and okay. message, so like... Okay, cool. So um, you remove that. Any future issues, you are free to use oh. this... Communication. Okay. She like comes up. I'm like, hmm, another piece of jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> right, it's not going to turn down a free oh, fucking no. magic item, I don't not think, so. right? Yeah, exactly. Obviously, we don't need to tell you there's only for urgent matters. Yes, Captain. Yes, of course. Yes, for um, communicating with the ship and the crew. Yes, Nova? I can't say it now. Everyone's looking at me. Oh, nothing. Okay. Great. Everyone notices this female Beast Walker is like pushing through the crowd and edging closer and closer to Lucia's, like trying to get like next to him, um, but trying to do it stealthily yeah. and failing miserably. Oh. <laughs> Just rolled a stealth and it's like, excuse me. We can have that discussion I just mindlessly like, yeah. oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, go through. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. And she's coming, Kamara's like, yes, we should go and have that discussion now, you and I. Uh, I'll be just a minute. Honestly, it's, it's nothing. It's trivial. Uh, as, they, as they go off, can I just quickly whisper, like, just t- doesn't that mean Araya can hear everything we say now? Yep. Uh, we can selectively... No, we can't. Use the rings, it's to ring, so we can't talk about Ixnay or the stuff. I mean, I think she knows most of the stuff anyway. I mean, Araya's oh, yeah. like, it's like I, I can see you whispering, by the way. No, but I'm not using the master ring. No, so but I you're know. like going up to Quill, like. Hey, Quill, that's, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, you guys can have that conversation. Kamara, <laughs> Kamara goes up onto the airship into the captain's quarters with Lucius. Kamara, leader of the liaison for the Beast Walkers. If anything happens to me, I want you all to know I love you all very much. <laughs> Raya's very confused. 
Um, actually, you, no, she's not attuned to it yet, so it doesn't work. What did he say? Oh, it doesn't work for her at the moment. It does not, not work for moon, an hour. She's got one hour for the attunement. Um, so, so in an hour uh, Kamara, Kamara you, you've kind of learned that she is, she's very much older than the rest of the Beast Walkers. You can see little tufts of like white fur kind of like on some of her points. Like, she's not covered in fur. She's not like a, a furry humanoid. She's mainly a human. She just has these kind of like very thick gray hair uh, with like wolf-like ears coming out of her head and then she does have a small tail coming out. But she mainly wears like normal human clothes. She has normal human skin tone, maybe a bit tanned. Um, and then just like a slightly flatter nose, like slightly pointed canines. Um, and she kind of pulls you in uh, into the captain's quarters. Permission to talk freely, Captain. I don't know how to restrict you otherwise. I don't know what- You are the not... captain. Right. Yeah, sure. I have to speak to you properly. Speak freely. All right. We need to talk about what happened the other night. That's the problem I have. Yes. You see, I you don't, don't remember it. No, no, I don't. Yeah. As I expected. But I do know what's happened. We all know what happened, Captain. Uh, well. Right. This is perhaps trickier than I expected. I'm not mad. I want to make that clear. Right? You were going to be mad? No. I thought that you might think I was going to be mad. Yes, I did actually, yes. Yes, quite scary. All right, so I'm making it clear. I am not mad. The rest of the... The rest of my people are not angry. There is going to be some confusion, and I think that some things need to be cleared up. Right. What do I have to do? You, well, that's up to you, Captain. Um... We do appreciate you coming to try and get to know us a bit better. And we like you. The, the crew really does like you. We see you as a very kind, very well-meaning man. And it's been a long time since we've worked for somebody with that kind of nature. Don't and I you, think, you're making me blush. Well, I think it's that nature that drew faith to you. Over the, the nights that we got to know each other, she became very infatuated with you. She's a bit different to the rest of us, Captain. She's a bit... Um, She's not interested in, in some of the things that Beast Walkers are normally interested in. Uh, what are you interested in? Well, you know, physicality. Oh, yes, I, I felt the effects of that. Well, Faith, well, perhaps your memory... You don't remember anything? I do remember getting very jovial and a big group of people and mm -hmm. a lot of fur. Yes. I had lots in my mouth all the time. Probably just proximity of a lot of... Wolf people. Yes, yes. And, I mean, uh, we were eating, drinking think, together. Was I on the bar at one point? Yes. I think I was. You were dancing. Yes. Uh, what? <laughs> you were fencing yes. uh, with some of us. I did some fencing, yes. Uh, we had a good time. We had a very good time. And I do remember Faith. Yes. And us having a very long conversation. I just remember nothing of it. Luckily, we've been drinking a lot longer than you have, Captain. And so <laughs> most of us know how to handle our booze. Faith, not so much, but I thought I could. It's fine. Howard's stuff is pretty strong. Um, Faith is not like the rest of us. She's not interested in physicality, which is strange for a beast walker. And she spoke to you over the last few nights, and I think she finds something of a kindred spirit. She tells us that you are very kind and very caring, and you have... Uh, you spoke of ambitions and desires and, and things... Did I mention anything... Um you know, pressing in terms of uh, secret mission stuff. I remember 
I caught a bit of your conversation. You were telling her how you had come very close to dying and it had made you think about things that are important to you and mm -hmm. things that you should think more about and people you wanted to help, I think. Something along those lines. Oh, good. Faith. Let me make it clear. I'm not a captain of a ship. I'm not a legal person. And she points to the ring. That doesn't mean anything in your world, just in ours. And she kind of gestures to the, to the tribe. It is a symbol of partnership uh, between two individuals. Normally, that partnership indicates um, a desire for certain things. I don't need to explain that to you, I'm sure. Um. Physicality. Oh, yes. Sex. Intimacy. <laughs> children. Okay, yes, I know now. Yes. But, but, that is not what Faith is interested in. She it simply wants somebody that she can trust. Um, many of the other crew pester her. They think that her lack of desire is from a shyness or from a, a playing hard to get. They don't quite understand that she's not interested in them in the same way that they are interested in her. Is this going to make her a target? No, quite the opposite. It gives her a reason, an excuse not to. She is not interested in their actions. Um, and I think she explained this to you, and she told it to me that you, you wanted to help her, that you wanted to make her feel safe on your ship, and that you would do that in any way that you could. And that is when she came to me with the idea of the bond ring. And I shall keep to that promise. Well, that is, that is what I was going to ask you about. Think hard on it. She's a little confused that you have not spoken to her since. Um, more from a fear that she worries that it was the drink that drove you to make a decision that you now regret. I think it just... Um... If I'm to be frank, and we're both speaking freely... Of course. It allowed me to uh, speak without inhibition, rather than speaking falsely. Yeah. That is much, a much better uh, way to be, I feel. I just wanted to let you know. I think perhaps there is... I know some of the other Beast Walkers have an assumption of what happened. and I've kept them. I've witnessed to shape. I've told them it's none of their business. Could you also tell them that they are very rough when it comes down to the play fighting? Yes, I think that that may have been a bit more of the confusion as well. It's very physical with us. You know, it's all teeth and it's fighting. a lot of fighting. Yes, that's what a we lot do. Of I don't have them. We're of nature. If you want to hang out with us, you've got to expect a bit of roughhousing. True, but um, I had <laughs> to hide it. Uh, it, will be, it will be noted. Uh, we're not used to having people that are very susceptible to those things. Yes. You're a little bit more fragile than us as well. I was very sheltered for a long time. Well, the thing is, is, Captain, even if that's true, you came and spent time with us. We're not fancy people. We don't drink nice drinks or eat nice food. We're rough. We're sailors. You came and spent time with us, and that means a lot. You weren't a lot of the crew's loyalty that night. Just do right by faith, whether that's to explain things to her. You don't need to keep that, and she points to the ring, as long as she understands. Just, it's a way of her protecting herself. And she does like you, in a, perhaps more than friends, but 
not as lovers, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And uh, also, thank you for this discussion. It's my job to be the liaison between you and my people, I believe. True, but it also speaks to a lot to your integrity and your professionalism. As, uh, and I think I made the right choice. They're my family, as you all are now as well. In which case, I should probably leave. She puts one clawed hand on your shoulder. Just remember, if you do hurt Faith, we will kill you. Oh, we'll okay. tear you apart like a tiny <laughs> That rabbit. won't happen. That's not gonna happen. And she squeezes. Yep. I know it won't. It happen. won't happen. It's fine. She lets go. <laughs> All right. Good talk, Captain. Great talk. Right. Um, bye. <laughs> uh, yeah, but one last thing. You did really want to wear the ears and tail, is... Are you all right? Bye. <laughs> That's yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Why that wonderful conversation is taking place? <laughs> wonderful. Uh, I'll probably go to my chambers, I think, or my quarters, and okay. just bundle up in there for a bit. <laughs> On the airship, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll come back to that in a minute. Okay. Mm. What about the rest of you? I mean, no. do you want to try and like listen in on the conversation, or are you just being distracted downstairs? Or, um, I guess I'll head back and uh, try and get back everyone back onto the ship and sort of mm-hmm. in a calm state and yeah. kind of ready for anything, sort of thing. Yeah, sure. Getting back into position. Yeah, I think there are certain people. Um, most of the beast walkers, uh, like as soon as they get on the ship. Uh, they just immediately get their weapons. They're like, yep, we're not leaving these again. <laughs> like, they've got their bows, they've got swords, they strap on armor, they basically get themselves ready. Penny gets in the ballista and is just like, I ain't leaving this until we leave. <laughs> and she's just like, right, Howard, get me some booze and some food, I ain't leaving. And just, <laughs> like, oh, aims it. it towards the ground and she's just like, if I fucking see a rock move, I'm going to blast it. <laughs> She's in this giant ballista just scanning the fucking ground. Uh, Lookout is with her and is just like, I will assist you, Penny. And it's just like scanning the horizon. Um, awesome. And I, the only person who perhaps is a little shaken is Lancian. And you can see he must have been badly beaten up. Like he's got like various oh. cuts and bruises. And he's just a bit pale and a bit sort of wide-eyed. Um, uh I guess after everyone's gone, it's just him and me standing there. Yeah, like, well, everybody else is doing too. their jobs on the ship. <laughs> and I think it's, it, it's like, probably Nova, you and Ayla, and then Lancian, unless, like, Nova wants something, you've got something you want to do. No? No. I'm just occasionally going to, in, the, in the, the ring, just go, Araya. Araya. It's not been an hour yet. What? <laughs> it's not been an hour. I'm just Everyone testing. I want to know when she does want to, you know? It's been like 10 minutes. Well, then in the magic and stuff. I don't want to start saying stuff in there. I'll tell you when. Okay. So for now, wait, who gave her the, the ring? Well, you, okay. so everybody, uh, and I don't think Sentry can hear you at this point. Okay. I'll just go, hey, Lucius. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Fuck off. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. It still works. Back to work. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I think you get means. back to it. I don't have anything to do. Uh, me neither. <laughs> what are you doing, Lucius? What are you doing? I d- I'm doing captain things. Okay. I'm gonna go see Quill. <laughs> so you have like these moments of silence <laughs> with Kamara as you're like mm, brain conversation. Yeah. yeah anyway, <laughs> you could just take off the ring, couldn't you? I could, but would I lose my attunement to it? Or 
I think you're permanently attuned to it, but... Yeah. Yeah, you're permanently attuned to it, as long as it's on it's your like person. It's like hanging out with the phone. I can't, I can't multitask, so... <laughs> um... Lancian? Yeah! Hey! Quartermaster! Um, uh, we're back on the ship. Um, yeah! Great! It should be safer here uh, than uh, the, the inn you were staying in. Yeah. Yeah, that was... That's, that's pretty crazy. It, it, what did you see? What did you... Uh, nothing, nothing... They were, they were just so mad. They were so crazy, you know? They just... I hit one with fire right in the chest and it... I thought I like burned the way through her. Like I could see like... I think I could see like the other, the other side and... I thought she must be dead, right? And then she just came at me with those knives. Like she just... There was something wrong with them, Quartermaster. They, they were... There was something really wrong with them. Definitely was, but you were defending yourself and the crew. Yeah, just... What drives somebody to... To, to be like that, you know? Like... Oh, well, they're followers of Zarkira. Um, so they probably believe a lot in death and ritual cutting. I probably saw the scarification on her. They, I think they believe a lot in bloodletting. And pain. And it drives them to... To okay, okay, okay. Feed on it. Yeah, okay, that's not quite necessary, <laughs> Nova. Oh, um, did I do a... M- maybe. Um, I mean, it's fine, it's just... I know, it's, it's kind of hard for you guys to understand. Um, I have a... A, gar- a voice, uh, an angel, all ASMRs do. We all have uh, an angel that, that guides us, speaks to us. Okay. And, and she just... She, she couldn't understand. She she wanted me to keep help. She wanted me to help them. She said that they were they were suffering. That I needed to heal them. That I needed to help them. But she didn't understand that they were trying to kill us. And that's just hard, you know. Like when you when you've got something in your head that's that's driving you one way, and you know you've got to act another. But you can still hear the voice now. Yeah, we always can. She's um. It's hard to explain. Uh, it's a lot of boring history stuff, but. All of us, Azamar, have a connection to, to one of 12 celestial beings from somewhere, and he gestures up into the sky. They live somewhere out there. I, I don't know where. But um, they're, they're not like... I guess maybe they're like gods. They're like... Uh, they're old. And... I mean, mine's... She's always compassionate, you know? She wants to help people. And I couldn't help... I can help those crazy ladies... If, if it does help, think of the fact that they follow their own God, much like you have the voice of yours in your head, they have the voice of theirs in their head, and that voice is very much the polar opposite of your voice, as you can see. Yeah. So it's okay to maybe not listen to your voice? The voice was telling you what you could do. It was wise of you to instead do what you should do. Yeah. Sister, I've never... Never fought anybody like that, you know. It's just, uh, I guess, a bit of a, guess, a bit of an eye opener. Uh, that's <laughs> I'm the world's afraid not afraid. That's what the ship is going to be sometimes. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I thought it was just going to be flying through the air and fighting pirates and saving the day. In an ideal world, that's but, what our crew will have. Um, and also, you did save the day. Just not, not like I thought I would. You helped far more people by killing them than you did by helping them. All our crew are back. I guess mm. it's less what I did and more 
the way I felt about it, mm. I didn't. It, it didn't feel good to kill those people. Yeah. I, thought it, I thought it would. I thought you know, fighting to protect your friends, and I thought that I'd feel like a hero, but I don't. If you didn't, you would have felt guilt for not protecting your allies instead. Yeah, I guess so. It's not an easy situation, but a choice has to be made, and you made the right one. Thanks. Thanks, Quartermaster. I, I think I just need a bit of time. Okay. Thank you, though. Of course. And he's like, not. Uh, Sentry. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you close your eyes. You just think, like, I'm just going to rest for a moment. Two years there's a, later. There's a part. When you hold Echo and you close your eyes in your quarters and you, 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 you say to yourself that you're just resting for a moment, right? You're just getting your energy back after the fight, but there's a part of you that knows that you're hoping the memories will come back. Yeah. And one does. And it's wonderful. It's blissful. You remember an excited screech and doors being flung wide open as a young girl with silver hair stands in the doorway, <laughs> pulling herself out of bed at a late hour. Her green nightgown has been <laughs> ruined in some cases, but in yours, to your eyes, it's, it's a wonderful little tribute. The sleeves have been ripped off and a, a silver paint around the edges to kind of match your tabard. And a little... Uh, uh, probably what was once a little hat rack has been turned into a little makeshift staff. Uh, and the little, the princess looks stern as she snaps a salute. I'm Guardian Pedal, uh, she calls out to you. Um, memories of giving her her first assignment as you set to work cleaning up the scattered books and toys that have been placed around the room your armor clanking against the stone, beautiful stone floor of the Solvin Palace. You lose yourself in those memories of that night, uh, training up your first recruit, the little princess whose life you've been dedicated to. And just, you're not sure how long passes. Uh, the rest of you don't hear from Sentry until you go and find her. And with um, that, uh, well, not, well, we can wrap up. We got like five minutes. My yeah. guess, next question is: is how long? What do you guys do? Uh, and where do you want to go next? Um, well, I guess in, in the time that Lucius finishes up his chats mm -hmm. uh, and everyone gets back into position, I think our plan is to head to the Vivex and speak with Amadrasos. Yeah. Speak with Amadrasos. Okay. Um, See if we can leave any quicker. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Either that or find out when this meeting is and just yeah. leave ourselves. Well, <laughs> I would say that it is probably quite late at night because um, you guys arrived sort of like morning time. You explored the city a little bit. You had the, the oh, artificers yeah. diagnosed right. with thingy. So I think actually like most of that battle probably took place at like early evening. Yeah. And by the time you've made your way back to the ship, you've had these conversations, you're actually kind of getting into sort of like 8 p.m. territory. So do you still want to go back to the palace or do you want to kind of call it for a night and go in the morning? Or like, sorry, not the palace, the, 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 the ship. ship. Yeah. The warship. You still want to go there? Um, yeah, I guess, should okay. we long rest it and then do it in the yeah. morning? It's yeah. up to you they're guys. Still, they're still going to be organizing themselves. Yeah, I feel like that. You, you want to give them some so time, like, some to recover? Chaos. Filling out paperwork. Yeah. Okay. 
But that I think case, we'll stay on the ship, right? Yeah. You, yeah, you guys can stay on the ship. Yeah, it, it's grounded, so you're not going to fly anywhere without the dragons letting you go. In that case, then the last thing that happens, essentially uh, you just drift into those sweet memories for the rest of the night, basically. They take over. No. Here we go. Yep. Nova. Nova. <laughs> nice. You can have this back now. Nova. Oh, thank you. You close your eyes, wrapped up in your little cabin aboard the Storm Chaser. Mm-hmm. Where do you put the ILS when you go to sleep? Um, I've been thinking about this. Um, of course you have. I've been, I've been texting Mark all week with random questions. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you put the ILS when you sleep? Um, I guess I would tuck it under my pillow. Okay, so you keep it nearby. So you can, you feel it vibrating, but it's kind of gentle, just mm. reminding you that it's there. And eventually you pass into sleep. You begin to dream. And in that dream, you find yourself on, you know it is the deck of a ship. Mm-hmm similar to the Aegis V space station with this kind of large curved glass window that looks out onto the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Planets, moons, stars, just all spreading out before you. There are consoles and stations that flicker with blue and purple light, but there's nobody else there for the time being. And like, can I see that I'm beyond the cradle? Like, yeah. You are, you do not recognize any of these planets or places. And then you begin to hear the behind you and a familiar presence. And for a long time, he doesn't speak. He lets you just view everything before you. Nova Vija. There it is. Uh, He just, he doesn't move into view. He just speaks from stood behind you. It has been a while since we last spoke. Yeah, quite, quite, yeah, whole different continent now. Mm-hmm. You are traveling. Maybe. There is no maybe. I know who you are. Ah. Why? There are many things to speak to you about, but please ask your question. Uh, why me? It is very simply a process of elimination. I cannot contact three of your group. The other one I can contact is a servant of one of your false gods, one of your titans. And you are perhaps, you are curious, you are open-minded, you are smart, you understand the Eterna and our technology. I have high hopes for you. Or I had high hopes, I should say. What? <laughs> Let me show you something. He holds a hand up and you see the the view of outside the ship speed up at an incredible velocity. And he shows you a planet. Dark red in colour, swirling black clouds across its surface. And half of it is being consumed broken down into tiny small pieces as a writhing mass of black and red an undulating shape just tears the planet apart breaking it and you can see in the distance 
a vast blackness seems to almost move when you don't look at it, and a tiny red pinprick of light at its centre. This is Hadar. This is the enemy you know that I face. And then it gets closer, and you see that that writhing darkness around the black star, and its very edges where it meets astral space, it forms creatures, shapes that do not make sense, that undulate and morph, and they pull themselves free of the void and go screaming through space itself, forming impossibly infinitesimal armies of endless horror. This is what my empire holds back. This is what you and your companions are trying to stop. I warned you not to go against me. Why did you go to Aegis V? That's where we're going to win today's oh, episode. Oh, oh, I'm Yes, I can. Bastard! Yes, I can. Because also, you're going to sit there, you're going to think of loads of things to say and ask him. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It works in your favour as well as in mine. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, oh boy. I need some mayonnaise on my law sandwich. Wait, <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> oh, he's so angry with me. With you and with the rest of the party. Oh. He told you when you saved, when you... I didn't know it was gonna... Well, I know, but I'm just saying. Very cool. Nice. Thanks very much, everybody. Um, just to let you know, we'll be regular stream next week. That will be the last Canon High Rollers until January. Yes. Because then it's Jingle Jam. Jingle Jam. Make wow. the most of it. Yeah. So, Spread the word, get everybody to watch next week, and then we will see you back for Canon in January after Ooh, next week yeah. and then January. But yes. there is going to be stuff during the Jingle Jam. Yes, We've got is. a one shot, possibly a bunch of like fun other games another night as well. I've got a bunch of other RPGs I'm going to be doing. Come nice. and check that out. Also, so, remember to keep an eye on our Twitter this week at High Rollers D&D for merchandise yep. and Instagram yeah. and everything. everything. Just keep an eye yeah, on everything. Please. New merch. Bye everybody. We'll see you. Bye. Bye 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 bye. 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 bye.